Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Oh, Joel's back. Hey. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Nice to see your faces. Nice to see you all. Oh, there's no echo now. (laughs) We're okay now? Yeah, we're okay now. So that worked, David. Okay. Good morning, Joel. Good to see you. Good morning, Betty. Good to see you as well. Crazy. Oh, they're at their camper. Morning, Joel, Tracy, Caleb, Isla. Hey. Good morning. Hey, Barb. Hey, Webb. Hi. I know you're so far away. Goodbye. Hi. (laughs) Birthday boy. Birthday boy, yeah. still celebrating. Yeah, it was quite a party. <laughs> <laughs> was it you and the geese at the river whip? Geese? Well, they they didn't come near us yesterday. No, they didn't. They stayed oh. their social distance. Yeah, they were social. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do that. They're they're doing their fourteen day uh, quarantine. The yeah. Geese, yeah. <laughs> uh, they make quite a mess. Philip, you're muted. Can we tell Philip he's muted? He's yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dave, I can't seem to get uh, uh, disabled. A host of disabled participants screen sharing. Oh, let me have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we went out, yeah, it re okay. Uh, you should be okay now. Okay. Yeah, when we went out like that and come back in, it resets. Telephone doesn't. Oh, you're lucky, Harriet. <laughs> Oh, good luck, Harriet, on Tuesday. Thank you. Harriet's yeah. having her other eye done. Okay. Oh. Ah. Put the angel on your shoulder, Harriet. I guess so. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to leave because all the bottom's gone where my uh, screen share is. So I'll be back. Okay. Rebecca. Good morning. It's nice to see you. 
say back. Good to see you too. How are you today? Good. <laughs> Is it warm enough outside? Um, yeah. <laughs> we wanted to go swimming yesterday, but. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're braver than I am. <laughs> I know some kids that were in last weekend. Whoa. Oh. They are brave. They are. Wow. Did they stay in long? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> it was either last weekend or maybe Easter weekend. I don't know. Whatever nice weekend we had. That was last weekend. Yeah. But then there's people that go in all winter. Yeah. Some it's some kind of therapy. <laughs> right. Think it's lack thereof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Am I on? Yes, yes yep. you are. Okay, good. Yep, everything's good now. <clears throat> well, speaking of good, I think we should start. <laughs> yeah. Uh so um if you could uh take us off screen or uh, uh mike i'll mute us all uh dave just did <laughs> good morning to you all and uh, welcome to number 59 zoom that we've done uh, here at, uh, at uh, the uh, McDonald's Corners, Elfin and Snow Road Chargers. Um, we do have some birthdays to announce and I think we should sing for these people since uh, most of them are on right now. Uh, we've got Wib Crane, we've got Stephanie Corrin, and we've got uh, Francis Harper. All have birthdays this week, so you can pick a name when we get to the park. And uh, Linda, if you would lead us in uh, happy birthday. So those are birthdays, and uh, I trust you have a great one. Wib, uh, um, Wib, I know uh, had a big celebration. Not anyway. We're uh, back on lockdown, and uh, uh, it, it isn't uh, a lot of fun, but um, it is where we're at right at this point. And so we praise the Lord that we're all we're all healthy and alive, and. Um, and hopefully uh, someday this will all come to an end. Anyway, uh, the, um, we don't have many announcements. We do have a session meeting on Tuesday night and I will send you out a, um, a, an agenda. I guess I missed something when I sent it out. So you probably have the word agenda, but no agenda. So I'll, uh, I'll uh, redo that and send it out to you in a minute or in, in about a minute after the service. Um, our call to worship is Psalm uh, 99. And let's together um, 
take a moment to, we're going to say it all together, actually, and, and uh, read the scriptures together. Praise the Lord. He has worked miracles. Tell everyone on this earth to sing happy songs in praise to our Lord. Let all the earth praise the Lord, for he will judge the world with truth and fairness. Let us worship the Lord. Our gathering song is going to be led uh, by uh, the Smith family, and they're going, to, they're going to do forever, which is very appropriate to the message that I have this morning. Morning, everyone. Good morning. We'll get started and then the little girl will come help us too. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King, his love endures forever. For he is good, he is above all things. His His love endures forever for the life that has been reborn. His love endures Caleb and Isla, so nice to have you back. 
We've missed you. Great to have you. Thank you very much. Um, our, um, let's gather our hearts together and let us pray as we ask God's blessing. And of course, we will uh, also include the Lord's Prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for this day that you've made. It's a beautiful day. And we thank you for your sunshine. And we thank you for the warmth that this spring brings. And we ask you, Lord, to be with us. Lord, we think of those around us who are uh, less fortunate than us, who don't have you to give them the strength and the courage and the help that they need. I pray that you'd be with them. Lord, we also ask for ourselves, forgive our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Be assured of this, that when we do confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm going to ask Joel to come back and uh, lead us in, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I lift your name on high. You guys know this one, don't you? Show the way from the earth 
much. Um, it says prayer for the message, but actually we want to have uh, Rebecca come. And uh, Rebecca has just accepted a, a new position at Kingston Gospel Temple for uh, uh, children's ministry pastor, a pastor of children, children's ministries. And we wish her well there. She has helped us out. And uh, yes. Yes, yeah, Rebecca. Yes. Rebecca, you're on. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're I'm welcome. just setting up the screen share here. And I'm very excited to share one more poem with you before I start my new my new job. Yes. Today, today we're talking about the best is yet to come. And this poem is inspired by our two passages found in Jeremiah 29 and Luke 24. Our God speaks and reveals truth in every season. We may not fully understand, we may not see the reason, but if we learn to trust Jesus with all our heart and mind, we'll learn that he is as he says, faithful, true, and kind. He knows the plans he has for us, plans for a hope and future. But when he first shared these words, his people weren't quite sure. He told them to put down roots and build houses in a foreign land, to have families and work for the good of every woman, child, and man. To be found in a situation and told to settle in wasn't what they wanted, but they chose to trust in him. And true to his promise, Jesus had a plan. At the right time, he brought them home and with, with new hearts to begin again. We can see God again at work hundreds of years later on the road. When two, when two were traveling to Emmaus, hearts sad with a heavy load. They had questions about Jesus. Why did he have to die? Jesus listened to their heartache, spoke comfort as they walked by. Jesus took the time to listen and to hear their deepest pain. Then when the time was perfect, he showed that he was alive again. He opened up their eyes and let them truly see, then disappeared on his way to help others to believe. All throughout scripture, not just with these two parts, are moments when God took his time to awaken human hearts. He cares about our present. He listens to our struggle. He knows when we are weighted down with many burdens we must juggle. He whispers in each moment, here, let me carry that for you. And as we learn to trust him more, we learn there's nothing he won't do. How can Jesus meet you now, even sometime today? What do you need to hear from him? What would you want him to say? In truth, he's already spoken. His promises are in his word. He has a plan for your future, one of hope I'm sure you've heard. And he promises that in each season, at just the right moment in time, he'll work everything together for good in both your life and mine. so much Rebecca it's so nice to have you and thank you for all your help this last uh, number of weeks we really have appreciated it it's been my good. pleasure I'm sorry that we're going to lose you but I'm glad for the appointment and uh, I know God has a plan he certainly revealed it to you this last little while and so we wish you God's richest blessing and we'll be praying for you as well thank you you're welcome thank
Am I back? You are. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, the prayer for the message is in front of you on the screen. And uh, let's join together as we pray it uh, as, as a people of God. Prepare our hearts, O God, as we hear. May we be open to your Holy Spirit. In this season where life seems so unpredictable, we thank you for all the hope that we have in your future. Thank you that your promises give us a glimpse of what is to come. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, the scripture reading is in two parts. And uh, I asked Dave, I'm not sure if he got the message, but he may not have, and I'm prepared to do it if he doesn't. I, uh, I got your message. message? <laughs> I did, I got your message. Okay, good. Uh, Jeremiah 29, verses 10, and you can stop at 14 if you want. Okay. The Lord says, you will be forced to live in Babylonia for 70 years. After they are over, I will come to you. My gracious promise to you will come true. I will bring you back home. I know the plans I have for you, announces the Lord. I want you to enjoy success. I do not plan to harm you. I will give you hope for the years to come. Then you will call out to me. You will come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. When you look for me with all your heart, you will find me. I will be found by you, announces the Lord, and I will bring you back from where you were taken as prisoners. I will gather you from all of the nations. I will gather you from the places where I forced you to go, announces the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you away. You might say the Lord has given us prophets in Babylonia. Thank you. Thank you, David. I appreciate that. Um, and then we're going to have for the second passage uh, found in the St. Louis Gospel 24, verses 17 to 32, I've asked uh, Hazel to read for us. Thank you, Phil. And he said unto them, what manner of communications are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? And the one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered and said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which is a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and all our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. And we trusted that it had been he which should have been redeemed. Israel, and beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher and found it even so, as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. 
Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they went, and he made as though he could would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at the meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened up to us the scriptures? Thank you. Okay, well, this morning I, I want to, I, I announced my message last week. The best is yet to come. And um, I'm sure you've noticed all the things that seem to be canceled over the last year. There have been a lot of them. Schools and funerals. You may have uh, been watching the funeral of uh, Prince Philip. Uh, and uh, I noticed that she sat all by herself, which was kind of sad, but... It's the way thing, the rules and regulations, and she wanted to, to abide by them. But you know, not everything's been canceled. Uh, sunshine hasn't been canceled. Spring hasn't been canceled. Smiling hasn't been canceled. Love hasn't. Imagination, use it to your, your uh, heart's content. Reading hasn't been canceled. I know that we've got a couple of avid readers in our household, and... Uh, and certainly that hasn't changed. Naps, oh, they're a wonderful thing on Sunday afternoon, aren't they? Are you, are you all looking forward to it? Music, music's always wonderful to hear, but it's even more so during these times. Devotion, dancing, crafting, creative art, conversation, kindness. My good friend, uh, John Plumpton of many years, uh, uh, has a, an interesting little poem he put on the internet, and I'm going to quote it because it's a good one. <clears throat> it goes something like this. Another year has passed and we're a year older. Last summer seemed so much hotter and winter felt so much colder. There was a time not long ago when life seemed like a blast. Now I fully understand about living in the past. We used to go to weddings, football games and lunches. Now we go to funeral homes and graveside events. We used to go out dancing and couldn't get our fill. And now we ask for takeout and go home to take a pill. We used to travel often to places near and far. Now we get sore bottoms from riding in the car. We used to go night to nights out and have a Coke or two. Now we stay home at night and watch the evening news. So that my friend is how life is. And now my tale is told enjoy each day and live it fully before you get too old well that's kind of a downer but and it's depressing but i want to give us hope today in a big way because you know everyone has faced uh, moments in their lives when they're they don't know what to do i want to leave you with some thoughts both from the old testament passage in jeremiah and also from the New Testament passage in St. Luke. Of course, this was the end of, 
of Jesus' time on earth. He was going to be leaving all of his followers in charge now. And in the, in the Old Testament, things are rough. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had come in and he had literally raped the entire nation of Israel with the very best, the healthiest, the strongest, the smartest, the, the craft makers, the best at what they did. And then he took them all back to Babylon. Of course, you know, when, when that happens, and, and I'm sure that many churches in the country feel that way sometimes when their children move to other communities or into the city after they got their education. Somehow there's a big void left. Well, today I want us to be encouraged by the words of Jeremiah as he spoke under the inspiration of God's Holy Spirit. He says to them, first of all, understand, your numbers are going to grow. Well, that should certainly could be a hope for us. After 70 years, he said, Jeremiah says to the children of Israel, I will bring you back. Know what happens when you remove the smartest, the most capable from a community. You're left with a vacuum. There's an emptiness, so to speak. Well, here I want to encourage you and in, regarding the future. I want to, us all to realize that God wants to bless us with a future filled with hope, a future filled with success. He doesn't want to give us a time of suffering. And so the father is addressing the children of Israel, his own people, his own children. As he addresses us today as his children, he says to them, I want to bless you with a future filled with hope. The end is near, he says. After 70 years, things will change. Well, I hope it doesn't take that long to get rid of this abominable plague and epidemic or pandemic, it's been called. I hope that's not the case. But God wants to fill us with a future, with hope, fill us with success, not suffering. And I think that's one of the most important things we can learn is, first of all, it ends in sight. And that's what Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah encouraged the children of Israel to do. An end is in sight. But your heavenly father, he says, has a plan with your name on it to prosper you, to give you hope, to give you a future. May we never forget that, that that has always been God's plan from time immemorial. He wants us to understand that he has a plan for us, to prosper us, to give us hope, to allow us to experience the future. And so we need to, with hope, Look to the future. Never forget that. And that hope and that future is founded on none other than Jesus Christ, our Lord. He's referred to as the solid rock. And we need to understand that. But whatever we are going through, we need to look to the future and we need to look with hope. We can, at times like this, we need to be looking beyond what we are experiencing right now. Whatever pain we're going through, 
whatever captivity may we may feel that we are trapped in, I have good news for you. When we seek him, we will find him. And when we do, he hears us and will answer. I love that verse by Isaiah who said, seek the Lord while he may be found. And then again, when we're encouraged to ask and we will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door, your door will be open to you. For everyone that seeks will find. And to everyone that knocks, that door will be open unto them, not because they demand it, but because it is ours to have as children of God. I'll never forget the story of a lady who, uh, who called her pastor one day and said to him, you know, I want to make my funeral arrangements and, uh, and I want you to come over. I've got uh, uh, some things that I've written out and I want you to make sure you follow them to the T. And so the minister was over a couple of days later and he said, I didn't know that you weren't well. And she said, no, but I am 94 years old. And so I can't imagine there's going to be too many more years. And so she went through the, 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 the hymns she wanted, the people that she wanted to speak about her, and, um, and about the arrangements as a whole, the songs she wanted sung. And so she says, there's one more thing I want you to do, Pastor. And he said, what's that? She said, I want you to make sure there's a fork in my hand in the casket as people are filing by. And the minister looks at her, the pastor looks at her, he says, why? Why would you want a fork in your hand? Well, she said, I've been to enough, I've been to more uh, suppers at the church and dinners at the church than anybody else in our church. She said, I can safely say that. And she said, one of the things we always said to everybody was make sure you keep your fork because we knew dessert was coming. And so she said, Pastor, I want you to convey to everybody when you put that fork in my hand, in the casket, convey, tell everyone that the best is yet to come. And I believe that with all my heart. I believe that our Heavenly Father through his son, Jesus Christ, said to his disciples, there's something better coming now. There's something better. Well, we've got as Christian believers, we've got heaven to look forward that to. That's true. But more than that, God has given to every one of us a future. He has a plan with your name written on it. He's given you hope. And though you may be going through a sense of, of frustration and moments where there's just another lockdown or another thing that we have to follow protocol for so we'll stay safe understand this it's at those times that when we seek him we will find him and our prayers will be answered we've got something else to look forward to though too we've got a future and uh, i don't know about you but i i look forward to the future with great anticipation because god is going to prosper his people in the next little while, like he never had before. Now, maybe it's not going to be money, but it might be returned health, renewed energy, a sense of well-being again. But whatever that is, ask, 
and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find, and knock, and the door will be opened unto you. Let's pray. Lord, we certainly need a hope and a future. We need a plan that you have for us, and you have one even in the midst of COVID-19. You have given us a hope. Thank you for that hope. Lord, as we look to the future, give us a sense of well-being because it's not by outward circumstances that we live, but inner peace that we have that you gave us when we first came to you. And Lord, <clears throat> Pentecost is coming. Jesus said to his disciples as he was leaving them, you know, wait here for a while. Be quiet and, 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 and search for me. And I have someone that the Father has promised already. That is the person of the Holy Spirit. He will come and he will be a comforter to you. Last night, Lord, as, as I lay in bed, I was a little cool. So I pulled the comforter up over me and oh my, it was so, it was so, it was such a comfort to me. Well, so you do the same for us as you take care of us through anything we may face. Be with us through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask Linda to uh, lead us in uh, hymn number 372. Praise him. Praise him, Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. Philip? Yes? Are you going to put the words up? Oh, yes. Are you going I to put the Yes, I got him here. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Not yet. What? I put him I out. Don't... I don't think you're sharing. You're not sharing your screen currently, Philip. Oh, great. Uh -oh. Um, and I don't know how to do that. Well, I'll just play. Anybody yeah. that has a hymn book, sing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I have. Okay. They're in the they're in the bulletin that you received that Elaine sent out. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you, Linda, for leading us. Um, at this time, I just uh, remind you that uh, thank you for your faithfulness. Oh, I have to put my, uh, all right. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right, I think we had a little interruption there, but uh, um, I, I encourage you to give generously and uh, continue to. You've done such a great job, and I want to thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, let us go to the Lord in prayer, and uh, as we do, um, Let's remember all those that need our prayers, because uh, there are a lot to do, and uh, we're grateful to God for the way he's taking care of us, uh, and the way he's going to continue taking care of us. Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you today, and we ask you, Lord, for your presence and your blessing upon every life that is part of our uh, Zoom service. We thank Lord of all of those that need our prayers. We think of, of Crystal Brady and Ken Crane. We think of Harvey Jackson and Pearl. Lord, we pray that as she takes her treatments, Lord, that you will allow her to experience a calm and a peace that only you can bring. We pray for Fred Longmire, Lily. We pray for Michael Nealon, Rob Patterson, Matthew Rue, we pray, Lord, that as things continue, Lord, may they be able to correct uh, the area which is now impaired. We pray, Lord, for Earl Sargent, and we also pray for Stan, and ask, Lord, your continued health to them, Evan Tooley and Janet Throp. We want to also, Lord, bring to your attention, Lord, uh, Judith and Isabel and Fran and Norma. Donna and Lori uh, Baker, we ask you, Lord, to bless each one of them. May they know your blessing. May they know your touch. And may we also, Lord, know, and may we also know that you are with us every moment of the day. Give us a hope and a future. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. At this time, uh, we are going to have the closing hymn. And uh, so that's 350, To God Be the Glory. Now, does everybody see that now? Yep. Okay, good. All right, we're going to ask uh, Linda to lead us.
you, Linda, and uh, thank you all for joining us. I'm going to pronounce the benediction, and then you can uh, greet one another at the end. Uh, I want to thank Joel and Rebecca, and uh, we want to thank uh, Elaine and uh, all of those that helped us today. Thank you so very much. Of course, we got to we got to thank uh, Isla and and uh, Caleb. And uh, so we, we thank God for each of you and your kindness. And we wish uh, Rebecca God's blessing as she uh, uh, takes on, becomes part of the staff at uh, Kingston Gospel Temple. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of you now and forevermore. Amen. And uh, now, Dave, you can remove all the mutes or you can all remove yours. And Pearl and Harriet, our prayers are with you. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Yeah, they certainly are. <laughs> uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. I can hear you. Earl had his surgery on his other eye last Wednesday, and it seems to be a lot better than the first eye. Um, and catheter still remem remains a nightmare, but we'll get it settled in time. Okay. Curry, he's very happy with the, his eye. Great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Great. Great. I see Ruth there, and I yes. saw Eddie from Toronto. Hi, all the best, Bill. To everyone. Thank you, Eddie. All the best to everyone, and have a great week. Thank you very much. Thank and you. you. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks, Ruth. Everyone, have a good day. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Yes, good luck. Eddie, God bless you. David, thank you so much for all your help. I uh, believe. Hey, there's Willie, I see. <laughs> Wonderful to see you all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless. Bye, everyone. Thank you. See you again. Thank you, Philip. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Don't forget to send us our agenda. I'll do that right now. Okay. It's on my way. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hi, we Elaine. Going, we're going to uh, sign off. Okay. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week, over, week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. 
feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.